Hello, this is an introduction to a new podcast series, really, for for us. Um, I've called it Ask, and the reason why I've called it Ask, because I was asked uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, where did everything start for me? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take you back 40 years, um, my background in martial arts. I was 14. I've been training since I was eight, so I was, I've been training around four or five years at the time. And I got asked a question, uh, which was the, in, the start of me instructing. So I was asked by our, our instructor, what or how would you instruct somebody to punch? And me being me, I just went along with it. It's make sure your wrist straight, first two knuckles, all all the usual areas that I've been I've been learning on. And he just looked at me, shook his head, and said more. And I was like, "All right, this is going to be a big job." This. So so what what he did was he asked the question, "Can you tell me more?" So that was the beginning of me being challenged around passing information on so all the way through my training life I'd been told what to do I'd not only been told I'd been shown and I'd had it explained to me the best way of doing it to execute the best kick or the best punch and that included a lot of components around body shape body parts movement and the psychological mind. So when I get asked around, which was what happened, how did it start, um, my, my development career, it, I took it back to the age of 14. So so if we start at the beginning, it would, it would be the two knuckles need to land to score a point, the front two knuckles. Then behind that needs to be a straight wrist, then you don't hurt yourself. Behind that needs to be a straight arm. And it's how you get that arm straight by keeping your elbow in. That then links into a shoulder position. And it links into a position of posture in your back. And then we tag your legs on. So is it going to be stood up? Is it going to be in a fighting stance? Is it going to come from a basic stance and then we've got all the movements so at 14 it absolutely cabbaged my head around um, this Japanese guy saying to me how would you teach somebody to punch so, so that philosophy I've carried it on all the way through really around asking the question but not only asking the question having other things and other areas to back those questions up. For example, in a training environment, you're teaching a beginner how to punch. They don't know. So their perception of what they're doing is always correct and they're having a go. Whereas what we're looking at are things that are wrong. And that's where the relationship starts. By asking the correct question and unlocking the mind as to reasons why they're doing what they're doing, 
rather than just telling them. I've found over the years has always worked very well for me. Now let's fast forward it 40 years, which sounds a bit weird because it sounds very old, but I have the same systems in place with the projects that we run, the businesses that we work with, and the clients that I'm coaching. So whatever the reason is, if you use the methodology of the fist and the two knuckles, and pulling back to the wrist, and then pulling back to the arm and the shoulder and the back and the stance, a lot of the times those layers are there but in different areas, depending which group I'm working with. So it's if it's a business owner, the wrist for a business owner might be his senior management team. The, the arm and the travel might be the progress and the plans that they've made and the growth plans as a business, what they've made. But the movement might be, as a metaphor really, the staff and the staff taking them where they need to go. So there are so many metaphors out there for it, but a lot of my uh, initial learning from a very, very young age was around uh, the martial arts. As a young person, it shaped me. It offered the opportunity to ask questions. It offered me the opportunity to be creative and inquisitive around learning. It wasn't just about having rows and rows of individuals at different ages in white suits going up and down a training hall, shouting and bawling. It was more around passing information on that was authentic, that was of purpose to them, either from a confidence point of view or uh, a grading and a syllabus point of view, or, or even a competition environment. It, the passing on of that information was so important for me to get it right, understand I was a memory maker, understand I was that figure at the front leadership role loads of similarities again in business and the communities that we work in but I think when you look at the the rest of this this podcast series what I'm trying to do is go through not just a series of questions plastic questions that don't really mean a lot the skilled coach will have a bank of questions and they'll go into the environment loaded up with different structures depending on their experiences. So at present I've got probably 40-45 years worth of structures and experiences that I can pull from in a learning environment. When I go into either a project, go into a business, doing a one-to-one -one, or even more recently looking at corporates and looking at the wider um, numbers of people. So so I, I think, yeah, this is just a quick introduction from me around what I've done and how we've done it. Uh, some of the structures, the quite well-known structures, but some of the questions in the next couple of podcasts are, are so important around creating your own framework as a coach. 
rather than just reading it out of a book. And that's where the experience comes. It's almost like a plan B and a plan C. So let's go back to my original metaphor of a punch. My instructor said to me, what, what's, what's, what's better? To show somebody how to punch. To show somebody the impact of a correctly placed punch. Or go all the way back to asking questions and letting them learn through the mistakes. So rather than telling them, first two knuckles, keep your wrist straight. Ask the question, how will it feel if you connect with a bent wrist? They will then go through a thought process. Pain might come into it, discomfort might come into it. But they know the reason why they're keeping that fist or that wrist straight rather than just telling them. I see that so many times in industry where managers will just tell rather than either explain why or the perceived I've got no time in order to spend with that, that person in order to do that, which then becomes a training need. Well, sometimes that's where I come in professionally as a coach, where I will spend that time with that individual, not necessarily guiding them out to punch right, but the guidance elements is around questions. So yeah, that's the conclusion of this introduction. Um, just nice and, and brief for me, it just gives you an insight into my background and, and where it all started uh, around me and a certain Japanese instructor seeing potential in me uh, um, and asking me how would I pass on information around um, delivering a correct punch to a group of beginners that then spiraled into my thought processes creative creativeness and then I, I started creating my own training sessions um, around from basics all the way through so we had the syllabus there but um, it was how we interpreted that syllabus brought out that creative nature in me so I hope you enjoy the next couple of podcasts in our ask category um, thank you